Welcome to another episode of The Honeymoon's Over. I am your host, Warner Swopes, and with me as always is my beautiful wife. Yep, that's me, Tiffany Swopes, and of course our noisy nine-month-old infant who is currently fighting sleep and eating pretzels all at the same time. Yes, she's very excited about it. So, um, yeah, I guess... How do we start off? To well, this yeah, week, I, I think guess. first we should probably thank our listeners. Yeah. We wanted to thank you for giving our podcast a listen and um, giving us a try. And we appreciate the texts that we've received. Like, hey, we enjoyed this or that or that was yeah. funny. Um, please reach out to us. Let us know if what you hear is something that you like, either on Facebook or whatever. Um, or if there's something you want us to talk about. Yeah, we need that. We need that for real. Um, you can send those emails to honeymoonsover at gmail.com. Or Is to, it honeymoonsover or yeah, the honeymoon? Yeah, it's honeymoonsover. Um, or you can send it to our Facebook, um, which is the honeymoonsover. And just at Facebook, just search it out. And or if you know us personally, yeah, you can just, just text us, us yeah. or send us a message. We just want to hear if you're enjoying it. Um, if you have any like anonymous marriage advice that you want us to tackle, or um, if you just have a, a comment on something we said, that's fine too. Yeah, we can add all that um, stuff. We've got plenty of time. We have plenty of time because you know we're parents and we have nothing else to do, right? Yeah, exactly. So um, you said you had something funny that uh, one of the kids said here recently. <laughs> so why don't you lead off with that first part of? Uh, Okay, so it actually wasn't say. this week that they said it, but it was a few weeks ago. To preface this, our infant has learned to kind of crawl. She carm- she army yeah. crawls, and she can get going. It's more of a squirm. Yeah, she looks like she's doing the worm constantly yeah, yep. across the floor. Well, this is when she was just getting good at it, and I kept warning the other two older ones, like, your sister's going to start crawling soon, so you got to get your little toys up off the floor. Well, it was right after she had learned to crawl. She couldn't go very far, and she needed some enticing. Um, And they hadn't really seen it yet. So I sat her on the floor, probably about three feet in front of me, and said, hey, Jude Harper, come sit by me. And they did. And I said, watch this. And I was, like, clapping my hands at Iris and telling her to come here like like she was a little dog. And... um, the kids were giggling and she started squirming and they realized that the more that they like cheered her on and said her name, the closer she got to me. And at one point Jude goes, come on, Iris, don't you want the boobs? Come get your boob trophy. <laughs> it has all the milk. Come on, Iris, I come get your booby trophy. Booby, 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 boobies for days. And I was like, oh my gosh, he is ruined. Well, it's because you have never, ever, ever been discreet about breastfeeding with them and like the wording that you in use. In front of them, I've the never been discreet. You, the wording that you use is just very open. And so that's that's what he knows. That's what he's learned. Well, I mean, I guess that could be a topic for a different day, but I don't want our kids to not know the names for pieces. Like, yeah. I, we, Well, I we, mean, I don't know if booby is the... Uh, Gray's anatomy term. Right, but if we <laughs> said this is a breast and gave him a chicken breast, he would be very confused and probably not want to eat it. Be- Maybe. Because I, it's, we, we can get into that a different time, but we try to use as close to anatomically correct words here in this house. It was Someday just funny we'll that... Just talk about the anatomy of a nugget. The, um, the way that he got her to come to me was by making 
me into a trophy that I yeah. assume, like, if you look like a candlestick, was just two boobs with yeah. nipples pointing up, squirting milk. <laughs> and it was it was really funny. Yeah, Harper is joining us now. She's um, sleepy, she's baby. She's very sleepy. She... Uh, this is really late for us. We usually podcast in the morning on a Sunday, and yeah. it's Sunday night. Harper said something funny uh, th- today, even. She was talking about um, the cat, and she has a real love-hate relationship with the cat. The second he runs away from her for any reason, because he's scared of her, um, she says, I'm done with Ollie. I don't want to have be friends with him anymore. And she'll go back to him in like 10 minutes. Yeah, I she, thought that was she swears funny. him off a lot. But today yeah. he's, he she was holding him down and playing uh, with her hair on him. Yeah, yeah, he didn't he, like that. No, he loves that. Um, he was just batting at her hair, and he got had his claws out that time, and when she raised her head up, it scratched her her lip. Okay, so that's why she was done with yeah, him. Yeah, that's why she was done with him today. Do you like Ollie now? Yeah, she likes Ollie now, so it's all good. All right, be quiet, Harper. You can sit there, but just, just be quiet, honey. All right. So, uh, yeah, our kids didn't really say anything super silly this week. The the boob trophy is pretty funny. I didn't I didn't know about that one. That well, was, yeah, I, I try not to tell you all the funny ones so that yeah, I can get your good. Like, live response here on the podcast. Yeah, that's good. Um, they say all kinds of ridiculous stuff. They do. I need to just start writing it down when it happens. I It, it catches me off guard sometimes, and I'm not really prepared for it. Um, so what did we learn today, this week in marriage? Um, I think that, what did we learn this week? We just talked about it. Yeah, I know we're so tired. We should not do late night podcast. I don't think really. But that kind of is a testament to what we do though, because we have to do it when we can. And sometimes that is. Oh, I think what we learned was that, um, it would be very difficult to be able to work full time and do the things that we do without oh. the help that we have from other people. And I think sometimes people are um, unfortunate that they don't have like a network of help or sometimes people uh, don't reach out to the people that would be willing to help. And um, like, for example, um, my mom gets the kids from school to here pretty much every day. Um, until during I, musical yeah, during season. the musical season until I get home, um, and then your mom helped you with the um, I had a choir concert. choir concert this week, and it was she kind of helped you with the girls while I had Jude, um, so it was a pretty interesting time. Um, but those things are way easier because we have people we can reach out to, and I know that there's plenty more people that do help and would help. Um, but that kind of goes back to that old adage of it takes a village because it really would be difficult to do everything that we need to do without all of that help. Well, yeah. And like now we live in an age where everyone's busy and equality between men and women in the workforce. Like we have fought for the ability to be able to work and work in the jobs that we want to work in. Um, if we were still back in the era when women just didn't work outside the home, it wasn't the norm, you would probably still need the parental support. But at the same time, like you're home, you're able yeah, to just, you're not, different. you're not going to work and having after school activities. Like, but it was a completely different set of challenges then too. Like right, diapers exactly. were just 
washcloths and he had one sink and <laughs> figure it out. Yeah. Yeah, that's interesting. I I don't know. I, I think that like I said, I think most people have someone they probably could reach out to help with. Um but it's just a matter of knowing who those people are and feeling comfortable with those people helping with your kids. I know for us, we are fortunate and blessed that we have family really relatively close. Um, but I know and a lot willing of people, family. Yeah, well, I think there's also people that have really good friends and neighbors that they would, they could also trust to kind of help out with those things. If they just reach out a little bit. Well, speaking of neighbors, we went and saw some today and they, Watched yeah, exactly. a couple of our kids while we went and argued with Best Buy. <laughs> yeah, some former neighbors. Yeah, this is the third computer we've recorded this show on in in as many weeks. So that's pretty interesting. But yeah, we went uh, to a like our neighbor from our old house to kind of just hang out with the kids and spend some time with them uh, while we went and fought it out with Best Buy to get this computer situation fixed. Which, by the way, I think it was a great fix. I feel way more comfortable with this program and this layout than the other. Yeah, just as an FYI, just don't buy a Dell. <laughs> Not like the singer, like a Dell computer. I think the big thing for us is just Watch, we're, we're, Dell sponsor. we're not familiar <laughs> with, uh, with that. And I'm more of a Mac guy when it comes to computers, which I'm a Google guy for phones. But for computers, I've definitely been more of a Mac guy my whole life. So this is just easier for me to navigate one and two we we knew that um just pro tools was not working on the dell that we had it just would not function so had to switch it out yeah had to do that on our weekend together when we should be hanging out and spending when we only time had with our one family. day in general yeah when we only had one day this weekend where we really got to spend time together um yeah that's all I got on that topic. Anything? Yeah. 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 I would just say thanks to our parents. If you decide to listen to this, you're very, very helpful. Hopefully we'll be like that when we're older. Yeah. I know you have to hunch over and hurt yourself when you're breastfeeding and be close to the yeah, mic. Thanks it's for difficult. giving them that image. Yeah. <laughs> I appreciate it. <laughs> I mean, that's, I mean, it's, boob trophy. <laughs> right. Well, it's kind of what we talked about earlier before the show and, um, that like this weekend, you know, we just, it's hard to find times to be intimate during the school week because we're both tired from work. We're trying to get the kids to bed. We're trying to get everything ready for school and work the next day. It's just difficult. And so this weekend, you know, we didn't really see each other much. So it like, I, I even had said to you at one point, I said, well, I think this is going to be a bummer of a weekend because we're not going to have any time to be a married couple together. <laughs> we figured it out. <laughs> thanks thanks for the announcement well whatever we talked about privacy last week so you know whatever it's whatever fine. um all right so uh i guess we i can't remember i need to write this format down so we get the i think idea. we went into our topic now yeah so yeah. the topic and then the, the topic advice, i think yeah. is very it's it's fitting that we're doing this at the dinner table yeah because I said we need to talk about, and I had a cute alliteration for it, mealtime mania. Yeah, yeah, it's um, speaking of mealtime mania. The big, the big thing with mealtime is that we are so busy too that it's hard to have a consistent mealtime. And on top of that, both of our kids that are eating real food are very picky. 
they weren't always as babies. I mean, they I, they would eat just about anything we gave them. But oh, no, 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 no. Wait, let's back that train up. Our children ate everything. Yeah. Because, well, one, Facebook reminds me of how proud I was of most of our kids. Like, they ate ratatouille. They ate everything that we put in front of them. Yeah. They ate. And it's just so crazy how fast that changes around age four. Three yeah, I'd four? say four, three or four is really when for our kids it's been like the big change where it's like mac mm-hmm. and cheese and nuggets and that's All it. All day long. They get their hand on one tiny chicken nugget and their world has changed and now they hate everything. Yeah, well, Harper likes pizza, but Jude doesn't for yeah. some reason. Well, and he used to like pizza. Do you remember when he first discovered pizza? Chris yeah. Banta came over and watched um, Jude and they watched basketball and ate pizza together. Yeah, yeah. And he was the first one that Jude ate pizza with that he actually enjoyed pizza. Yeah. And now all of a sudden he hates pizza. Yeah, he hates pizza. Even when I got him to eat um, at Chicago's Pizza, he's like, I love Chicago's Pizza. Let's always go there. And then we started going like every once in a while. He's like, nope, I hate this pizza now. Blah, blah, well, blah, and blah. now he gets just plain noodles at Chicago's Pizza. Like yeah. plain spaghetti noodles. He, he, well, that's just a me thing. I hated spaghetti sauce when I was a kid. Like he it, is me. That's so why weird. we butt heads. He just eats just plain wet spaghetti noodles, and I don't understand that. It's so strange to me. The baby is really giving you fits today. She just wants to go to sleep. Don't give her something that rattles when we're recording. <laughs> That's like the worst idea you've ever had. I'm pretty sure I've had worse. I mean, ideas. It, I literally uh, chucked a computer at a computer you, today. You today. <laughs> you today threw a computer at a computer, and I never. I even said that to you after it happened, once you calmed down. Uh, I said, you know, you were a little mad. I'm amazed you didn't break that other computer. And I, you said, well, I was just a little mad. You've been mad before. And I said, I've been mad. I've never been throw a computer at another computer mad. That's that's a whole other level. There's not a lot of like in between for me. I'm either real angry or not. Again... Uh, I would disagree. I think you've got like this silent angry that's not as violent or uh, not that you're, you're never violent angry. Throwing a computer is like the most violent thing I've ever seen you do. And it wasn't but really like a throw. It, it was, was kind a of toss. more like a toss. Yeah. Just that other computer happened to be very close. Um, but you are normally a silent angry where you just won't talk at all. Also, I found last night that you are a silent sleepy. Like I was so awake after my show. And I got home and everyone's asleep. And it was not even that late, relatively. I mean, for a Saturday, I it was like 1030. four performances on Saturday. Thank you very much. Right. But it says, well, I, I played drums for two hours straight. Okay. I mean, I... Do you want to start this pissing contest? I mean, we okay. don't have to get there. But I'm just saying that I thought it was interesting that when I got home, I was like, okay, well, maybe she'll want to talk or something. And you responded sort of... But then eventually you're like, I don't really want to talk. I just want to sleep. That was like, well, yeah. you actually I, I was, said that. I was tired. So, yeah. This is the hard part about the podcast is I, it's like when we're on the phone and I think that you've hung up on me, but really you're just being quiet. You have to talk too. So and what are, what, where are we at right now? Oh, we're, we're talking about mealtime. Well, you got distracted and we got onto this whole tangent about who's t- more tired and angry in the computer. The yes. computer is what got us distracted. Um, so I remember, and we can talk about this in, in length in another podcast for sure. Remember when um, we didn't have kids 
I know it seems like it was forever ago, it but does. it really wasn't that far. It was far. almost a decade ago, so. Um, and we would see kids throwing fits in yeah. a restaurant or just refusing to eat. Or if we go to like a family event and the kids just didn't eat anything and they're up running around. And I remember we were like, well, our kids aren't going to do that. Blah, 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 blah. And somebody said something to me earlier this week, which was, perfect people who don't have kids are the best parents yeah (laughs) well everyone says that i think everyone says my kid will never do this or never do that or never eat chicken nuggets or never eat processed foods or never oh and if they don't good for you yeah that's great if you can pull that off good for you the reality is we you get to a point if you're as busy as we are where you just it's kind of out of necessity. You're like, I, the only thing that's available is like a, you know, like a fast food or something that you can throw in a microwave. And then all of a sudden that's all the kid really wants. Yeah. It's, it's actually unfortunate. I saw this too a while, like it was like a couple of years ago. It said, if you want kids to start being more healthy then and it was a picture of McDonald's French fries next to a fruit cup that had fresh yeah, fruit in right. it. And it said then the French fries and burger it had a McDouble on it should not be less than this co- less in cost than yeah, this cup yeah. of fruit. And I was like, oh my gosh, you are not kidding. Like cause in that at that time, not anymore, that time going to McDonald's, you could spend six bucks and we could both get meals. Yeah. And it was crazy. And we both gained weight. Like it's just it's not good for you. And um, I think that's one of the things that and I work at a high school, so I hear a lot of kids like, oh, dang, Michelle Obama making our food all healthy. Well, good. I'm kind of glad that she did some of the things that she did because it's starting to make the restaurants make healthier choices. Well, and it's it's hard to – some of it's about like when – like I said, it's the like the convenience of it because it's not even about the price. It's that you cannot get – and I, I was telling you this on the way here – because I didn't want to eat out again. Oh, I didn't either. Uh, I was like so tired because that's all I do all week at work. And you were like, well, you can do other things. You could go to a grocery. But I literally don't have time to stop and do that. So most of the time, I'm having to go through a drive through because it's all I have time for. And so, I mean, there are better. I don't know that they're healthy, but they're better options for drive through There's lots of sub places that do drive throughs now. And so that's a little bit better than, you know, your greasy fast food. But... Um, it kind of, for me, it goes back to, um, when we had an iguana and they told us that, uh, you got to feed them like greens that have a lot of nutrients because if you feed them lettuce, just iceberg lettuce, yeah, it's like they love iceberg lettuce, but then once they have that, that's all they're going to eat and they won't eat anything else. And that is how I feel about kids when they get like a processed food. It's like, if you can keep it away from them, that's awesome. But eventually they're probably gonna have it. And then that's all they're gonna want because they're kids and their brains aren't developed enough to know that they need to get something else. I still think it's moderation. Yeah. We like, and uh, this is not against anybody. Like this whole podcast is you do you, we right. do we. Right. And we're all trying to survive this together and our kids not die before we do like it's, yeah. we're trying to all figure this out. Um, we've had friends that just don't let their kids have sugar. Yeah. Ever. Yeah. 
And we've had friends who just kind of let their kids eat whatever they yeah. want all the time. We've been both of those people yeah, at some so point so. in our child rearing. With our son, Jude, he was the first one that we had. I had just graduated culinary school, so I was making all kinds of crazy yeah. stuff. We had that little baby bullet. So you'd make like fancy stuff for us, and then you'd put it in there and turn it into baby Do food. you remember the night that we all tested it as a friend group, and we pureed Little Caesar's Pizza with remember. garlic butter? I'll that never, was that was I'll the worst that. thing that we've ever done. I like, don't know. I also, in that same friend group, in that same house, I ate... Uh, 50 chicken nuggets from Burger King in a 50, 50 nugget challenge. Yep. So um, we also did the Skittles and Starburst. Yeah. Taste, taste test. test. We did a lot of really bad food decisions. In that we house. also like spit fired a r- whole rabbit once for P- Patrick's day. Do you remember that? I had it on I a spit don't remember that. and a chicken over the fire all day, just rotating it. Oh my gosh. That was fun. But why haven't we had rabbit in forever? Because it's all the way up in Indianapolis and we live in the boondocks. We I mean, could, I guess we could just pay someone to go shoot us one on the way. Like, yeah. um, I could clean it. Uh, but I made all kinds of stuff and Jude ate all kinds of stuff. And then we had our second one. And I remember coming home from work every day, like just barely able to like keep my, my eyes open when I was really pregnant with the, with Harper and we'd stop at McDonald's and I'd get Jude a French fry and I'd get myself a jalapeno cheeseburger because it just sounded great. R.I.P. jalapeno cheeseburger. I know. So good. So, and that's probably where his like love of McDonald's started. And then like, yeah. then I had, we found out we were pregnant with number three randomly and we were moving it. Sometimes you just have to eat crappy <laughs> yeah. to get through a season it's of hard, life. Yeah. And then you start making changes again. But the, I don't want to only talk about health. I want to talk about the literal battles that happen at this dinner oh, yeah. table. Yeah. It is insane. You would think that we were trying to kill them and each one of our children handles food differently yeah. now let's start with the infant infant born in december right before the pandemic hit before that happened she went to the sitter for a whole month and was taking bottles like a right. freaking champion and i was like okay we're gonna be able to wean this kid no problem just like we did the other ones i'll be done breastfeeding probably before may pandemic hits you're home with her all day. Home with her all Basically, the time. Basically, she's attached to you at all they, times. But yeah, she just fusses. I put her on a boob and she's happy. And then eventually she stops taking bottles. She won't take them from me. She won't take them from my mom. She won't take them from your mom. And we go back to work and now, guess what? She won't take a bottle. She just plays with the freaking nipple with her fingers. Like just pinches it and looks at it yeah. like this is the wrong thing. This yeah. doesn't do, do what I want it to do. The sitter can kind of get four ounces in her by putting it in a sippy cup and squeezing it into her mouth like yeah. it's it's, it's ridiculous now she eats baby food so she's getting fed she's but growing she doesn't even like baby she, now she, she doesn't like baby like food. food she wants ba- she went to that transition of baby food to real food and she only wants what we have on our plates which is fine but most of it ends up in her lap so we still have to finish her her lunch dinner period off with some baby food yeah and then she's willing to eat it because she's used all of her energy to try to pick up the food Sidebar, I wonder how many times you can say the word boob before I have to put the explicit warning on this episode. <laughs> Is there? No, I don't. Oh. Yeah. No, I don't know. I'm not, not using. I think you can You can say whatever you want. I don't think you have to label it as explicit. But yeah, there's. Pro- I'm sure there's a number. There's a number. Hmm. Anyway. 
It's not that kind of podcast. Yeah, back to <laughs> back to what you were saying. Before. I don't even remember anymore. You're just talking about uh, the kids and how their eating habits. Oh, are we different. we just we just we're done with Iris now. I just wanted to yep. give you the DL on Iris. And um, why don't you for a second go ahead and share? Because when we go to talk about Jude and Harper, you and I have very differing backgrounds when it comes to eating priorities and like how our parents did things. And I think before we talk about the other two, we need to talk about where we came from. Well, you had this really strange rule where you had to eat the number of bites that was equal to your age. And so you've, you've kind of passed that on to our kids where like you at least have to finish. No, 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 no. That was our compromise. My parents rule was if you complained about it, they gave you another helping. Mm each time that you said something about it. I ended up with four spoonfuls of spaghetti sauce on my plate one day. Wow, that's wasteful. Um, now, a lot of times we'd wait till our parents got up and they went to the, the couch to watch basketball and I would literally just like put stuff on my spoon and put it under the table and let the dog eat it. So like sometimes I just didn't eat it. But the thing I liked about it, as much as it sucked, it didn't no matter where I went, whose house I went. I ate a little bit of everything, said thank you for the meal, and moved on. My cousins would just sit there sometimes and just for hours. Yeah. Well. And not eat. For me, we, my mom always kind of cooked a rotation of things that we all sort of liked. Now, there were some exceptions. I did not like and still I'm not a huge fan of, but I when I was a kid, I hated it. I hated chili as a kid. I would say I actually probably, I like chili now. My favorite food. But I hated chili growing up. And so when it was chili day, um, th- I, I think it's chili and um, I hated fettuccine Alfredo for some reason. I'm not really sure why. But my mom would make chicken Alfredo a lot. And well, it's cheap. It's flour and, and, par- and, and like not yeah, flour. And there it's was six of, of us, so she had to figure it out. But I, I didn't. I I didn't really like that, so I would kind of skip those days. But the option Did I you just wouldn't eat. Well, no, the option I had is we would always because big family. My mom would make a lot. We'd always have some sort of leftovers. So my option was if I was not going to eat what we had, I had to eat a le- like whatever the leftover was. So I'd eat like the meal from the day before. And that was probably the reason though. Now as an adult though, I don't like to eat the same thing twice in a week. Oh, you mean how you're like, let's have pizza tonight. And literally I've had it three nights no, in know, a row now. I know. I feel bad Thank for you. you about that. I okay. eat all the leftovers because I just did you don't have a microwave in your van. I have one at work. I know. I thought about it. I think I could have a micro microwave in my van. It'd be tricky. Anyway. Um, so that uh, yeah, that's. I mean, I don't think I ever really had. A, I was Your always a good. I was always a good eater, so I don't know. None that, of your siblings were bad eaters. No, Colin a little bit. He but sorry, he, Colin. He, <laughs> but he was the last one too, so it was like kind of just like oh well, eh, we'll just you know whatever he wants to eat, and we just ate it. I don't think. Um, I don't think there was really any of us were really bad about food in general. Um. But I do remember I'd be like, oh, chili. And then I'd be really upset and it'd be time to just eat something else. Um, but yeah, I don't. we never really had that rule. We did, they did want us to like, 
whatever we put on our plate to eat it. Um, oh, goodness. The baby's really struggling. Was there bones in that milk? Um, anyway, I, I one of the things that that our kids were were dude we're doing our podcast, buddy. Yeah, uh, that's very funny. Go on. All right, go watch we're your movie. Done. Yeah, um, go watch your movie, bud. So we, <laughs> um, I I, I want to go back to you talking about if you didn't if you complained about it you had to eat more. And how I would always, we would always clean our plates. Like whatever you put on there, you'd have to eat. But I was, uh, something I think is interesting is that that, that to me is a really bad, uh, concept. Not that our parents did anything wrong in doing that, but it's just like, uh, wait, wait, pause. Our parents messed up because every parent messes up. We've messed up. (laughs) But, but, but what I'm saying is at the time, that's what people did is like, you got to clean your plate. But what's that? What that's created is now like portion control is out the window completely. And for a lot of my adult life, not to blame my weight on anybody else, but I will always eat like every bit of my food, even if I'm not hungry anymore. And so that's a problem that I've had to like come face to face with. Where like sometimes I don't finish a meal now, and that's totally okay. But as a society, we've ha- we for so long had this concept of you've got to finish everything on your plate but that's really I bad never for portion noticed control. that about you until you just now mentioned it yeah like it you is, always clean your it plate it's very and bad I never it's clean very my plate. bad for portion control like it's su- such a terrible thing because we overeat because we have been taught that we got to do that so um i don't know it's just something i've realized in the last couple of years that i think is uh that's why i'm a little more lenient with the kids that like if they'll eat anything and eat something. I don't. I'm not as concerned about them eating everything. My but thing, but you are like the compromise. Like we said, is like you have to eat as many bites as however old you are. But then the bite size changes and varies, and it that it just gets crazy. And also the battles are different. So with our daughter, she will drink herself to death. Yeah, she she'll just drink, drink juice or milk, and that's all she'll do. Yep, and she'll and be totally full. If we give her her drink first, she guzzles the whole thing, the whole yep. thing, and then she barely eats anything. And also, she doesn't understand the whole like, if I just eat this really fast and swallow it, I'll be done. Yeah, she literally, I I she'll timed chew it her for forty five. I timed her. She kept a piece of meat in her mouth, chewing it for a solid hour and a half once. <laughs> hour and a half i will say this about jude's eating habits is if you tell him he'll just like stuff it in his face eat it and be but done. he used to be like her yeah but he won't even like his anxiety goes through the roof if it's something new he's like terrified to try he's things scared i don't of know it. where he got that. and it doesn't make any sense oh this smells wrong like well, no jude it doesn't smell wrong it smells the same you should probably tell the people our beautiful listeners about his ability to smell food <laughs> He's crazy. Um, I don't know if it's even explainable. It's just that he can like. Um, he could. That was the letter soup and the donuts. Do you remember? I don't remember the exact story. Oh so. well, I do. Then I'll tell you. It's your turn to fuss with the baby. I'm just gonna put her in bed. <laughs> um. So hold on. So Jude is like a super sensory person as far as like smell and taste. Yes, he is. Um, and there was one day and they like to have 
bagged donuts on the weekend, yeah. like donuts or hostess or whatever. And I ran to the gas station once because we didn't have any and came home with a bag of chocolate donuts because I know he prefers one. Um, and he got three out and smelled them. Mommies are wrong. <laughs> Jude, they're chocolate donuts. Nope, 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 nope. These, are, these, these donuts are wrong. I'm not going to eat them. Jude, we've literally had conversations about which color bags of donuts you like. This is a, and I showed in the bag. I was like, this is the color bag that you like. No, 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 these are wrong. I'm not going to eat them. I'm not going to eat them. And we like literally had a, like a fight about whether he was going to eat them or not. And I forced him to take a bite and he started crying. He spit the bite out. This is not right. I told you it wasn't right. Look at it. It's brown on the inside. He could literally smell. That they were that chocolate, they were chocolate on, yeah. on the inside and chocolate on the outside. Yeah. And he did the same thing with letter soup. Like yeah. he loves alphabet soup, but he can smell the difference between low sodium and yeah. not. <laughs> yeah. And he can taste the difference between the preparation methods of a regular can of soup on the stove versus the little one that you microwave yeah. in the microwave. He's weird. He it's insane to me his ability to smell and taste um, things. I'm just messed up on this one. Okay. It looks good. I think it looks good, buddy. He's crafting some figures. Um okay, so I guess that's a good time to stop off and take a break for our sponsor. So, stay tuned. All right, we're back. And the baby's crying instantly, <laughs> but that's okay. So, uh, yeah, we'll just uh, get through this, this last segment, and that'll be it for us. So we're on to the part of the show where we give advice. Unfortunately, we were not able to get any. Uh, we still haven't gotten any emails from anyone on that. So uh, we're going to take one from a website now, right? We're going to look yeah. and see if we can chat, tackle somebody else's uh Dear marriage counselor thing. So, yeah, it, it's actually it called dearmrsweb.com backslash marriage something. Marriage. Yeah, it's fine. Just whatever. Fine. Yeah, yeah, you don't have to. Um. Okay. And it says, oh, goodness, where'd it go? Oh, no, there it is. Yeah. My husband and I married rather late in life in our early 40s. He lived at home caring for his parents before our marriage. I work in healthcare and my husband works in the insurance industry. I put in a 10 hour day, five days a week. Then I come home to all the housework and meal preparation. We live in his parents' old home and it is a big one. He does nothing towards upkeep except yard work and maintaining the car. I have had long talks and big arguments with him. Nothing works. His selfishness is driving a big wedge into our marriage. What should I do? Well, that's an interesting one. It's one we've had. Um, well, first off, uh, this is going to be hard to tackle because I don't want to side with one or the other because it really is a teamwork thing. But um, I just recently started really helping out with the like laundry and cleaning side of things. But I've always kind of done the lawn care. I don't know cars so much. I mean, I've tried, but I'm not. We don't. I don't really know cars that well. But I've always taken them to get oil changes and wheel tires changed and that sort of stuff, brakes changed. So um, I don't know. It's it's tricky because 
on one hand, if it's balanced work, I don't I don't have a see a I don't see a problem with like one person does the inside, one person does the outside. Especially if it's a big yard. Yard work is time consuming as well. Yes. But um I I get where she's coming from because it's hard to keep up with the house cleaning because there's always something to be cleaned. When the lawn is mowed, you have to wait for it to grow again. That's true. Um, there's always dirty dishes. There's always laundry. There's always something that needs um, replaced in um, the house in some some way, shape, or other. So it's like how you talked about your job, like how you don't feel like it's ever done. Literally, yeah. the second I clean the sink and do start a load of dishes, there's more dishes in the sink, and now I have to put the dishes that are in the dishwasher away. And yeah, that's true. we have to eat three times a day. We have to um, pack lunches. We have to wear underwear every day. It doesn't stop. And yeah. then when you, if you are like me and a bit obsessive, like I can't function in chaos. Yeah. So I can't start to do homework or grading or anything if the room that I'm sitting in is an absolute pigsty. Right. Um, so it, it's a lot of work trying to keep a home clean. Um, oh, I know this weekend I started laundry. I didn't get very mm-hmm. far, but I, I did start it. Also, I think, and then she did allude to the fact that she does, she works 10 hours in healthcare yeah. and he's an insurance agent. Yeah. There is a difference and I've worked in healthcare. You haven't, but I've worked. Her job probably is a little more physical. Way than his more is. physically yeah. um, taxing than probably an insurance Agent. It depends on what he does in insurance, right. but yeah, I think that's probably accurate. Um, it's it's really hard, um, and there's there is a stigma for women to work in the home and men to work out of out in the other in the yard. Um, I think that kids' mostly, toys are geared that way I too. Think that's mostly going away, though. I think that's kind it's of a generational better. thing that's kind of started to uh, go away, just as those people are getting older and moving into different. Well, and also you notice with our kids' life. cartoons like Bluey um, and some of the other ones, the dads are the ones staying home. It is kind of, uh, I've noticed that a lot more. Um, and it's it's very, di- like Doc McStuffins, the dad stays home and the da- the mom's a doctor. So no, I you, think they're both. Oh, they both doctors? Yeah, they both do some. Maybe the dad stays home. I don't know. I haven't watched that one enough. I just, I've just noticed I that. I know the mom is a doctor. There's a lot more cartoons that are the dad is prevalent at home, yeah. which I think is great. Um, there was that one whole Huggies commercial a while back that got taken down because it was an ad showing that dads are just bumbling fools and couldn't <laughs> change right. a diaper. That's just, that's not okay. Um, but like, there has to be some give and take. I didn't mind so much when we first got married being the one that took care of everything because that was my way of serving you. Like in that point in time, acts of service was my love language. Yeah. Um, that's how I showed you that I loved you. And I wanted to make sure that our home looked nice and smelled good and was well taken care of. And that's also something that God asks us to do is maintain the things that he's in gift. He's gifted to us. Um, and now we know that it's time to take the trash out because it stinks. Yeah. (laughs) Um, but like, at with each kid 
it got harder and harder yeah. and harder to try to keep up. Like I used to clean the house every week. Then after the first one, it was every other week. After the second one, it's once a month. After this third one, it's, it's whenever we can get to it's it. It's whenever we can get to it. And that's disheartening, but at the same time, it's a season of life. Yeah. And I, I get it. Um, but there has to be a conversation and a willingness between the partners of what needs to be done, what has to be done, and the willingness to do it. And you have changed, like you personally have changed a lot. Like it, this was an argument we've had before. Like I yeah. can't do this anymore. I can't be the one that does it all. And I think it, and I don't know what the change was for you. I really don't. I know that when we moved into this house, you took far more pride in this home than you did our first one. And I don't know if it was just the fact that you got to start over. Well, I, don't. I don't really know why that is. Because, I mean, there's a lot of stuff in this house needs fixed. It's an old house. But you're more gung-ho about things than yeah. you've ever been. And I, I don't know why. I don't know. That's, that's probably a, quite a topic for another day, I guess. I don't know. But, like... There are times when I feel overworked and there are times when I'm sure you do and we're different. Like I will unload the dishwasher and reload it two or three times a day. I'll do laundry and I'll take care of the kids. And then you don't really say anything to me about it, you know? And then one day I'll come home and you'll be like, well, I unloaded the dishwasher for you and you want a freaking party. I want a a boob trophy. He wants a boob trophy. And I'm like, (laughs) come on. Like, did you thank me? For the 15 times I've done it the past three days. So like I think it's just talking to each other. And also if that's her love language, maybe yeah. that's where they need to start. And that's maybe a topic for us is like just talking about love languages yeah. and how important they are and how they, how important it is to figuring it out and like really using them. Because your love languages could change. Yeah. Like right now, my love language is quality time. I want to spend time together. This podcast is perfect. Yeah. A perfect bucket filler. It used to be acts of service. If you unloaded the dishwasher, I would give you all the boob trophies. <laughs> but like now it's not so much that as it is just spending time with me. And like, um, I like to cuddle now. Like we got rid of that one couch because we couldn't sit next to each other. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. Well, it's getting late. It's a school night. We have work to go to in the morning. The kids have school to go to in the morning. And now the baby's and asleep. none of the kids are in bed yet. Wait, wait, so. wait. One's asleep in my arms. Yeah, okay. One is asleep on the couch. Okay. And Jude's still growing, going strong, so. Yeah, yeah. We got we to gotta get these kids to bed, so. In their beds. Yeah, so Which I Which they'll be in for the next four hours. Yeah, so I think, I think that's a good place to shut her down tonight. Um. Like we said before, uh, if you want to, you want us to give you some advice on something, or you have a topic you think we should discuss, uh, please email all that to honeymoonsover at gmail dot com. If you enjoyed uh, it, send us a text. That way, yeah, we know we're not yeah. just talking to air. <laughs> yeah, you can um, like, share, and subscribe to the podcast. Oh my on gosh! All of your uh, podcast, uh, whatever pa- podcast platform you listen on. Um, Make sure to leave us reviews and things like that. That all helps for people to discover the podcast. Um, and yeah, I guess just... Um, Don't forget, yeah, we are all, all in this together. together. 
We all are terrible parents sometimes, and we're all really great parents sometimes. We just have to survive and make sure that everyone still loves each other at the end of each day. Yeah, so keep going, and uh, until next time. Ciao.